ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. Paulie, Steve here. Sir Mix-a-Lot Day. You know, Sir Mix-a-Lot tried to grab that magic again. Of, you know, a song about a butt with Baby Got Back. It followed it up with Put Him on the Glass, and it didn't quite work for him, Steve. But this is that one. You're a one-hit wonder for a reason. Can't catch the magic of body parts twice. It's, an, it's science. Is it You're science? You're going to write a song about body parts. You only get to do it once. Gotcha. I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. All right. Uh, as promised, we said we were going to get Jim Bayon before the end of the show, and uh, we are now uh, joined by the Hall of Famer, brought to you every week by Oswego County Mutual and uh, coach, uh, you know, back-to-back wins on the road, five wins now away from home in conference, and, and, and both these games kind of went the same way, right? You're down in the second half, you had to make plays well, to, to win them, and, and, and you got the job done. Yeah, I mean, I don't care who you're playing, it's not easy in this league, and, uh, you know, we we struggled a lot during the game, you know, I mean, Jesse's been so reliable, in the first half he was 3 for 10, he I mean, he never misses that. He missed seven layups. I mean, he never does that. And Chris has been shooting really well, and you know he couldn't make anything, and we're still right there. So you know you have a chance. Uh, and uh, you know Judah hadn't scored for twenty-seven, hadn't made a field goal in twenty-seven minutes. So by all rights, we probably should be out of the game. Joe kept us in it. And uh, our defense got better in the second half. We took away the lob pass, finally. Uh, took too long to do that, but we finally did. And uh, then Judah got going and Jesse got going. And, you know, we made plays and uh, and got the job done. In this league, you know, it, it doesn't matter top or bottom. These teams, everybody. Boston College went down to Virginia Tech and won. I mean... You know, they've won, like, since Post has been back, they've been a pretty good team. Uh, if he'd have played the whole year, they'd have probably been 15 and 8 or something. But uh, Florida State's been playing much better lately. I think they won six or seven, six of their last eight or something. They're always tough at home. Um, but, you know, we're able to squeeze out a win. So uh, it's not easy to do in this league. I, there's been some years we've won 25 games that we didn't win five road games in the league. That's, that's not bad. Coach, you brought up the lob pass. Whose job is it to guard the player at the foul line in, in well, a situation it's, like that? It's, if, you, if Jesse gets up there quick enough, they don't get it in there. But if if it gets in there and he's up trying to get it, then the pass is there. The forward can't do much about it. The guy's seven foot two versus six foot six. Uh, so if if Jesse stays back, then the forward pinches in a little bit. But that guy in the 50, 12 foot area gets a pretty good shot. We did a little bit better job of that, and they didn't do a good job of getting in there. I think we'd like to take credit for it, but I think they probably didn't get it in there as much as we did a good job defensively. It was really a combination, I think, of both. But 
the other thing we got going offensively and got some positive stuff going there, and I think they started to think about stuff and they looked for some threes. We really covered the threes, even though they missed them. A lot of the reasons they missed them, we were bothering them. We were there. So their average is seventy a game or seventy one, and we held them under that. Uh, once we got our offense going, it was a kind of a different game. I think we had 29 points in the first half and 40-something in the second. So offense was the difference in the second half. Yeah, and, and Judah Mintz was a big difference maker in the second half as well. And I, I wanted to ask you kind of about his development. And, you know, we, we had that silly conversation a few weeks back when people were questioning, you know, why is he in the game, you know, when he's struggling. And I think last night, you know, we see case in point. He's in the game because he can take over a game at, at any moment. How, how have you seen him, I guess, improve in terms of not getting down on himself, staying aggressive, but staying in control while he's being aggressive? And I, I think we saw that last night in the second half. Well, it's tough. Freshman, it's a tough thing. You know, early in the year, I mean, he did make the winning bucket against Notre Dame, but right. then he had a couple opportunities where he didn't. But that's pretty normal. I mean, you're not going to make all the plays. Uh, he made seven or eight plays against Boston College in a row and six or seven or eight plays last night. That's not one or two plays. Right. That's a lot. And, uh, you know, he's just... He's a good player. He gets the basket. Sometimes he, um, early in the game, sometimes he's uh, he's just not, like last night he wasn't pushing the ball, and so we didn't get those opportunities. When he went back in the last time, he started to push the ball better and got to the basket. But, you know, he's overall been tremendously effective. I mean, people that were saying he, shouldn't do this or should I mean, now they're cheering for him. I mean, you know, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't take, take him out of the game and then cheer for him when he wins the game. Uh, but he's our best player in there in that position. And, you know, it's not a hard decision. It wasn't ever a hard decision that he's going to play. I have a hard decision between Chris Bell and Justin Taylor sometimes because, you know, both of them have been good. And last night I thought Chris was really active. He rebounded. He blocked shots. He got really good looks, got to the basket, got a rebound, put it back in, got fouled. He would have had a great game. He normally makes three or four of those nine shots. He takes them three. And he would have had a 20-point game. But he just couldn't get the ball to go in. Sometimes that happens. Coach, you you mentioned Chris Beller. Like he got a lot of wide open looks like it last night. Is it was that Florida State, or can yeah. you get those against everybody? No, just certain teams. I mean, usually people have stayed with him. They were helping on Jesse. They were even helping on the driver. So he got really good looks. I mean. I think if he has a normal game and Jesse makes his layups, this is an easy game, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't an easy game. You know, Coach, we'd be remiss if asking you about this past week. And, you know, it's, <laughs> you, you know dealing with the media is part of your job. NIL is part of your job. Coaching is part of your job. Recruiting is part of your job. You know, Coach, is this still fun for you? Is like, is doing this yeah, every day fun? I mean, 
This week wasn't good. You know, obviously, <laughs> I talked to somebody in a situation walking away down the hall I shouldn't have talked about. And I said, I should have never mentioned names. I should have said simply, and I was helping some teams more than others, which it is. Um, the thing that's funny is I, I saw a couple articles. People said, this guy, he's he, he getting modern, getting in the modern world. you got to use the NIL. We are using it. <laughs> They're ignoring the facts. We're using the NIL. And I'm not blaming anybody for using the NIL. It was used uh, in the summer uh, to get some players to go to schools, and it's done legally. That's fine. I just wanted to make that point, and that the portal has really helped teams who are down. Uh, nothing wrong with that. And as far as the other question, retirement, I said it's my choice when I retire. I can retire today. Also, the university could decide they don't want me to coach today. I just wasn't. I didn't give the complete, full answer because I was, didn't even know I was doing an interview. <laughs> so. But that's the way it is, and it's better just not to talk, really. But it's, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes. And uh, I've said since I got here, people don't think it's true, but I've said since I got here, the university can fire me at any time they want. Whether I have five years on a contract, two years, it doesn't matter. They can say, no, you're not the coach anymore. That's just the way it is. That's the facts. Because we have one bad year. Everybody thinks I should retire. I mean, I don't get that. We've had NIT years. We've had bad years. We have two bad years in a row, 16 and 13, 17 and 15 years. I mean, last year, we were, if Jesse didn't get hurt, we would have had a winning year. But he did. So um, we knew this would be a rebuilding year in the sense that we're young, everybody else. In the, all the top teams in the league have fifth, fourth, and fifth-year players. Every one of them. Even Duke's really talented young players are struggling. The only veteran team that's struggling is North Carolina. And you know, normally those guys would have moved on. They didn't. Some of them are having a hard time to you know, get it together. But all the teams up at the top of the league have a lot of veteran players. Clemson and Pitt and, uh, you know, Wake Forest, Virginia. Those are the four top teams in the league. And they all have fourth but fifth-year players as well. So that's what it is. We, we knew it would be a, a struggle. These guys, they're playing good. They're playing, they've gotten better. They're, they're playing pretty good. <clears throat> but we're going to have trouble beating these teams at the top. There's no question about it. NC State, really good veteran team. They brought in two really good transfer kids that are playing great. And they got a couple fifth years and one of the best guards in the league, Smith. So it's just a tough league. And, and these young guys, I think, have played really well. I think they've really gotten better. I don't think you can argue with that. Although I'm sure Pat would be playing different people than I am, but that's that's okay. That's normal. Coach, one more question for you. We've heard you call into the show and defend your players from the negative calls and the negative publicity. How do you deal with it? Well, I don't listen to it. <laughs> I'm not on social media, and I don't 
I don't read stuff. I just don't. So every once in a while I hear something, but I, I really basically, I listen to music, you know, it's one thing that's helped my music game. Uh, I just listen to music when I'm going in, so it's, uh, I don't hear that. So if you listen to that stuff and hear it, you just you can't win. It's, it's out there. You know, whoever you are, in a position of wherever, where it's a public position, a president or any, anybody, you're going to hear it. It's going to be constant. The general manager of the New York Yankees is, he gets 20,000 social media hits a day against him. It's just the way it is. And you just don't pay attention to it. You keep trying, keep going. Um, I try to keep our players positive, even though if they're struggling, trying to get them back going. I thought Benny Williams made some really good plays last night. Nobody asked about that. He made two steals. He made a block. He really was active. He missed his shots, but he was active. So that was a good sign. But as far as me, you know, I've been doing this a long time. There's been tons of people on social media that have been against me for the last 20 years. Even when we were winning big, they were, you didn't win enough. That's just, that's part of the job. And you have to, you have to live with that. I know it's there, but I don't really listen or watch that stuff anymore. You can relate, Paulie, to people yeah. criticizing. Yes, that. I get it all the time. <laughs> uh, Coach, I can't believe they criticized you, Paulie. How could that be? <laughs> oh, he took a beating the other night on Twitter. So uh, well, he's probably defending me, and you know you shouldn't do that. Do that. <laughs> That's right. He's a homer when he does that, right, Paulie? Yeah, yeah don't do that. Uh, Anytime you defend me, it's you know wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, Coach. Well, listen. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy a couple days off here. You know, no, no weekend game. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Big one with uh, with NC State on Tuesday. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, uh, Jim Bayheim. Uh, brought to you every week by Oswego County Mutual. And with that, we'll take a timeout. We'll open up the phone lines the rest of the way at three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. Back after this on ESPN Radio.